0: and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets turns. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you Matt, let's check in on Project Chart Operation. What are some new reviews that we've gotten on Apple Podcasts? Uh, we got a new one from Chris Seattle who says you had me at Tanya Harding <laughs> in her uh, five-star review. I can't remember how I discovered this podcast, but the first one I heard included a lengthy discussion about Tanya Harding. I was immediately hooked. I'm a middle-aged mother of two teenagers in Seattle and probably not their target demographic, but that fact just speaks to their universal appear. Subscribe now, thank me later. Actually, that is exactly my target demo. I was going to say, a mother Curve 2 in Seattle is our target demo. That is our target demo. That and older sisters of my friends. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Chris. That's a lovely review. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts as well. For Project Chart Operation, Lost Las This is brought to you by the Forever Dog Podcast Network. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Now enjoy the show. Look, man. Oh, I see. Wow. oh my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh goodness. Wow. wow. Yeah. Los Culturistas. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. Oh. you got to change it up a little bit sometimes. I like the little spice. Can I tell you something? Yeah. Um, I've been thinking about it more. It? Yes. What well, we just discussed prior to going on air, Bowen threw out that maybe we should go see The Shape of Water tonight. I would love to go see it with you because rule. Number 14 of culture, Culture. Octavia has the The gravitas. gravitas. I'm sorry, I wasn't ready for that. But yeah, we discussed this earlier. We did discuss this. Anytime Octavia's on screen, even if it's a bullshit like Hollywood Reporter video, I mean, they're not bullshit. They're wonderful. I think that they are often almost entirely bullshit, but yes. Sometimes when Octavia's on them. Well, can I tell you who they always have on those Hollywood roundtable things and never has anything to say is Amy Adams. Amy's great. She's great, but she's always on them and she's always like... Um. Yeah, it's definitely no, being know, a woman is harder. You know who's always on them? Nods. Who's always on them? Fucking Gina Rodriguez. She's she, on one. No, she's been on two. And then every time, she, you know what? She's great. Well, let me. She 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 cuts. She interrupts people. And I'm she like, does. Got to stop it. She interrupts people. She cuts them off. She cuts them right off. in a sentence. Yes. Well, let and me. It's, it's a little like Gina. Give uh, people okay. space. Well, she's excited because she's new to the end. She's very excited. Um. That's actually rule number. 12 of Culture, when you're new New to the end, end, it's It's exciting! exciting. Okay, so I will say this. I've been thinking about it more, and I still don't want to go see it. Yes, but I do think that it's fascinating that there is allegedly a scene where Sally Hawkins fucks a fish. I hear that she does not fuck the fish. I have actually, it almost nearly confirmed, and by confirmed, I mean I have read reviews that say there is a sex scene with Sally Hawkins. There are shots of the fish dick. That's insane, but not of her fucking the fish. Well, if there's gonna be fish dick in the movie (sighs) and and someone's not fucking it, then it's a waste, and that to me is a very low review from this. Reviewer, okay, and I will say, look, look out for this in the future. Soon, Bowen and I are going to start doing movie reviews, <laughs> and it, and the show is going to be called Matt, Matt and Bowen are Siskel and Ebert, bitch. Who knows? So you look You'll, out for that, and look, I look, for, look out for it. And you know who I give a five star review? Our guest. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes. I was gonna say our guest. I was gonna say our guest, and I said it. In fact, I, yes. Let's and we go to the credits. We agree wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. Let's go to the credits. Bitch. You do it, honey. Our guest is a true culturista. Culturista. She has. She's been behind the camera, in oh. front of the camera. Stunning. S- on the side of the camera. Oh, sort yeah. of being like, hey, what about, the- here's an alt. Okay, yeah. I'm going to pitch an alt. Literally all angles of the camera. All angles of the camera. It's fascinating. She is writing for the upcoming show on TBS, Miracle Workers, oh. starring Daniel Radcliffe? I can't believe that oh. Daniel Radcliffe, you know, he was Harry Potter. He was Harry Potter, and he was in How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. You know what? That's a lot of talent. That's a lot of talent. As much talent. In a small frame. As much talent, but... I would say less talent than our guest, but she, (laughs) I would agree. You you saw her on film. I saw her, I saw the big sick with my dad. And when Mitra was on, was on screen, I go, that's my friend. And she was so funny. (laughs) What did your dad say? My dad was like, she's very good. That's good. (laughs) And she loved, she loved, he loved that movie. He said it was That's very wonderful. very relatable to asian culture and i said oh. of course it is yeah well um, know. and you know what we'll talk about this later um and uh she's currently writing for um or no, no 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 she she was writing for the president show Yes. fantastic show on comedy central show about trump and you know her um from her amazing amazing live shows with three busy, three busy debra's it's a guy thing uh yes. and we'll have just done their holiday party which was a blast oh very much a blast very much a blast we're, we're going to be <laughs> we're going to be performing as sluck yes with a Christmas mix. By request. By request. <gasps> it's going to be very fun. Yes. Guys, please welcome our guest, <laughs> Mitra Juhari. Hi! <laughs> a Christmas mix! And Christmas. I will also say, recently, really took a bite out of culture with your I don't think so honey at culture, which was Ben Affleck. It which was, was, must have, it, it had to happen.
1: It did have to happen. Uh, it was much meaner than I thought it would be. No, uh, but <laughs> I listened back
0: to it and I thought, no, she's correct though. Like, oh, you were Oh, the movie, correct. Argo is so... Insane.
1: Yeah, I've been saying it for years. So I'll say it till I die. No one cares. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's awful. No, it's, no used I to care. say it
0: too. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, she beats the drum. Still, she wrote. A, remember when she wrote that character? She wrote a character, Sudi, right when Argo came out, which was an Iranian film reviewer <laughs> reviewing the movie Ben Affleck Argo. Yeah. <laughs> and the one, the funniest thing I thought was when she was like, "Of course, yes, it is true. Iranians, we are always screaming."
1: God, I mean, it's just like. There's two types of Iranian characters in that show, which, three, three. There's terrorist with mm-hmm. a gun um, who yells all his lines. Mm-hmm. There's um, the one nice one who is like a maid. Uh, and then yeah. the, um, the, uh, hordes of people swarming the embassy. like Who zombies.
0: you, you liken to zombies, which was like, oh my God, of course. like That's what they were portrayed as. And it that's really, disgusting. Yeah. And at the so end, stupid. like. But I saw it... myself in that scene. So. <laughs> yeah. And at the end, I remember Sudi goes, Sudi goes, what? Like, she saw the movie, she came back. And I was like, what'd you think? She was like, it was fucking terrible. She was like, at the end, like, the one nice Iranian girl escapes to Iraq. Oh
1: <laughs> like, my God. ooh,
0: and things will be great. <laughs> <laughs> she has a happy ending. Which was I very don't nice. know. I don't know if she does. <laughs> well, a, th- that's in a whole another movie.
1: And that movie also, like, it doesn't get the shit it deserves for the, um, like, self. Oh, so, like, all this Hollywood humor, which yeah. pisses me off so much. I
0: hate that sort of inside baseball-y humor. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. And them all
1: going over and over again, Argo, <laughs> fuck yourself. Yeah, it was, like, it was... the most exhausting, like, masturbatory thing. It was, like, you know something that, like, all the old dudes on set were, like, yeah.
0: That's hilarious. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It doesn't heighten. Like, it's, it's not funny. It's not <laughs> funny. It's really not funny. It really very nearly doesn't make sense at all. And then
1: they buckle down and really do it over and over and over again. Yeah, I don't uh, ever want to see Alan Alda
0: again. I'm sorry, it's a movie that has... No, not Alan Alda. What's that? Alan, Alan Arkin. Alda. Alan Arkin. Arkin. Alan Alda. He's good. it's My wonderful. boy. Alan Alda we love. Alan Arkin. Arkin. Get out of here. Get, Get outta outta out. here. He, um Get out. The, see, the movie is built around a fucking pun, a bad pun, and it's repeated 20 fucking thousand times.
1: And also Ben Affleck plays, I, I don't remember, like, he Tony plays... Tony
0: Mendez. Yes, a Tony Mexican. Mendez.
1: So, you know.
0: That's cool. That's really cool. <laughs> it's really cool of him. Like, what a good actor. We made a stretch. Also, he
1: literally... Well, he grew a beard, so... Totally, that's totally. So brave. <laughs> Think about Aww, this. yeah.
0: Ben Affleck never ever, ever changes in any of his movies. Talk about no no versatility. Oh, my God. No, you're right. Like, really has no business. (laughs) What is uh, he doing? Then, well, this was controversial because you also- made some comments about the physical appearance which i totally agree i don't think he's attractive
1: i do not think he's attractive i it's okay if you think he's attractive i do not think he's attractive
0: well no i mean mitra's comments about mitra kept repeating fat motherfucker but then at the end said i should feel bad about weight shaming no i shouldn't he's a fucking asshole he's racist he's he's misogynist blah 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 blah. um i will say this (laughs) yes they're literally so with all this shit coming out about like everyone. It feels like you literally open up the newspaper. The newspaper. <laughs> the <right>. newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, every morning I wake up, I fucking open my front door and I bend come... my ass over to pick up my newspaper and I wipe it off the dew on my on my pants and your I crisp
1: slacks. On my crisp
0: slacks <laughs> and I say, "Honey, oh my God. Um, <laughs> and no, and but your blonde
1: cis <laughs> my blonde sis wife runs down the stairs and
0: her name is Carol. Carol, um, short for Carol Ann. Um, <laughs> no, but anyway, so." It feels like a lot of people coming out. So, of course, it. we just got Matt Lauer, who, of course, I've not liked for yes. many years because yes. Ann Curry is my girl. Yes. Right. But I actually literally know, like, not literally, I don't know this person, but there are there is, like, an, one, one particular agent who, like, did something to a friend of ours, ah. and that person hasn't even been talked about yet. So it's just crazy. Everyone, there's, like, everyone that, like, you know, you think is gonna get named gets named like brian singer i guess that's like pretty imminent like he didn't show up to the set of Of, um, uh, the freddie mercury the freddie mercury biopic with Mm. um what's his name rami malek sure he just didn't show up to set recently Whoa. um and it's because of a health issue but like me too yeah same same, same. <laughs> um but like brian sanger like everyone's been waiting for that that one to get said but there's like literally people out there i think that we're not even talking about like i guess no one would think that would happen with matt lauer because you're not thinking about it a lot i guess but. Is, is it a, is it a thing where it's like the only reportable not whatever the only report worthy Accusations are like scale up to like the level of fame of the perpetrator. Like for these, you sort mean of, like, now that there's been really famous people named. Right. And like, I'm saying like, what about uh, like? It sucks that like the smaller potatoes people are like might not get a free pass, but like might fly under the radar a little bit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's, I, funny that, that, like, it's funny that like it's funny that like Russell Simmons. That news just like came and went. I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know what I mean? And Russell Simmons is fucking huge. Oh my god. I mean, it's fucking Russell Simmons and people blinked and then it was gone.
1: Yeah, there's just too much. But yeah. but it is bringing me a lot of uh, joy and comfort <laughs> to think of all the men that live in fear. Yeah, it's yeah. really awesome because it's like...
0: Truly, it, I feel the same way.
1: I tweeted the other day um, because I saw that someone who had like uh, assaulted me in college followed me on Twitter, mm. um, and I tweeted that I was gonna kill him.
0: <laughs> I, I I retweeted that. I didn't use that. his
1: name. I just said <laughs> I see someone that who you assaulted followed me. me. Yeah. Uh, I referenced something that he did online, and then I said I'll fucking kill you one day. <laughs> I think and- I can.
0: I think I can quote the tweet verbatim. <laughs> this is Mitra tweeted just saw that um, a guy who sexually assaulted me in college post um, a tweet about empathy in the Trump era <laughs> yes pig go off <laughs> I, I will fucking kill you one day <laughs> and i was like <laughs> <laughs> i was just sitting there like
1: fuming for like 30 minutes because i saw that he had done it and i was Ugh. like oh my god the nerve I know. and then um and then i was like oh i should just threaten to kill him cuz <laughs> yeah. <I was> like, <laughs> nothing he can do like you have to yeah. come out and say like i assaulted you uh, and she's talking about me. Right. <laughs> and then, it's like... So he gets to just live in fear, and like, I'm not actually going to kill him, but like,
0: <laughs> But you could but if you wanted to. <laughs> but like, but maybe maybe. we're going to put it out there to see how he reacts. But in a exactly. world with no
1: laws, I would.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <And> <laughs> in, we're in a Westworld-type scenario. But I love
1: my that. life, and I don't want to go to jail, so I'm not going to kill him, <laughs> but I love that um, he read it, and then was like, oh my God, that's
0: well, he's really lucky that you love your life. Did, did he unfollow you after that, or did he, like, back... Did you, are you? Have you checked?
1: I haven't checked, because I was like, I'm just gonna see something else that pisses me off, and I've done right. what I needed to do to, uh... You're good. You're like, good. <laughs> I'm process good. Process that, yeah. Yeah, it felt great. But it's like... But it is, it's like all these dudes who... They're like, you know, you can't do anything. And it's like, well, then, clearly you did something. Yeah. Because uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. any guy who hasn't messed up...
0: Like, shouldn't... Isn't worry. scared. Isn't worried. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, and then, like... Yeah, it's like, you know, the, the you're living with, like, a percentage of the fear and rage and sadness and powerlessness that we have felt forever. So, yeah. ha, ha, yeah. ha, yeah. ha, Fucking ha. shout out it.
0: to Sudi and Anna. Sudi Green and Anna Dresden wrote oh, an yeah. incredible sketch on SNL last night called Welcome, Welcome to, to Hell. Hell. And you guys should check it out. It has all the girls and Saoirse. Um Cirsha with pigtails. Okay, Searsha was good.
1: I haven't seen yet. I, oh, seen. I only yeah. watched a couple clips. But- Watch
0: it because Cirsha was a good SNL Of course she was. And I had a feeling she would be. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's legit Mm -hmm. talented. But she's versatile, yeah. Very versatile. Super versatile. No, she's no Ben Affleck. I'm saying she's the opposite. She's certainly certainly more talented. (laughs) It's actually rule number four of culture. Saoirse Ronan is is more talented than than Ben Affleck. Affleck. (laughs) I told the way up there at number four. Um, (laughs) uh, But... I have to retract a statement that I made on, was, on Facebook. And of course, as we know, Facebook is, you know, where you say. A permanent document. Where it's a permanent document. It it's matters. a living document. It, matter. it matters. <laughs> <laughs> there was a conversation about who the next Meryl was, and someone said, Sirsha. And I was like, no, there's no way. Uh-huh. that Sirsha is not the next Meryl. She could be. She could be. Wow. She could be. Like, young Meryl was playing, um, you know, those very specific roles that seemed very, like, ageless like you know like her of course and many Manhattan. accents many accents did
1: i actually come up in that conversation <laughs> Mitra, you know what
0: you fucking didn't so sorry work harder try oh, again work harder I'm
1: whitewashed yet again <laughs>
0: <laughs> work harder i wait hold on one one scene oh, scene one sketch in the show last night has stayed with me which was they did like a parody of. Have you heard of Floribama Shore, like the I've New seen Jersey the Shore
1: ads? And I'm scared that I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I know.
0: I'm absolutely horrified. <laughs> and it's we like, must watch. We must watch. And you know, it's there's gonna be such garbage because if there's one. <sighs> place that's worse than the Jersey Shore. It's got to be The Florida Bama Shore. I mean, it's I mean,
1: I miss- you can't force those words together. <laughs> no.
0: It, but Flora they have Bamba. and they have. But they have. So <sighs> because they hate us. Yes. <laughs> Heidi Gardner um was in it and she was playing this character named Epcot. No. She was like, "My name is Epcot. I was born in Ep- I was born in the China part of Epcot Centers." <laughs> Epcot Center. And letters. my favorite food is gum. <laughs> and then Sudy told me there was a line in it that was cut, which was, "I was born in the China part of, of Epcot Center, which means I'm half Chinese, half Disney." <laughs> I said, whoever cut that is a fucking idiot. Half Chinese, half Disney. That's a f- <laughs> It's really good. That's Really good. <laughs> Who wrote that? Apparently, an- Andrew Dismukes, oh, new-, Andrew. new writer on the show. Lovely guy. You, you gotta love a new writer writing a genuinely funny sketch. And that's a really. That's a genuinely funny bit. He's a genuinely funny funny bitch too he's he, he just moved from austin to la and love then, that love that move and then as, as soon mm-hmm. as soon bitch as he was hired he moved to new york as you do you know what that's rule number 16 of culture if you, <laughs> you get, get hired at saturday, saturday, at saturday night, night, night live, live move, move to new, new york <laughs> um mm. don't you agree
1: i actually do <laughs> <laughs> that's very brave actually, i have no
0: <laughs> objection
1: on the record You should live here when you work there. What is the
0: origin of your location? Where are you from? Where were you born?
1: Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio.
0: And then she was an Ohio State girl, and then okay. she dropped out because that was the actually the best decision that <laughs> yes, anyone any of us could have made. I wish I I kind of wish I dropped out. You of took your you took your youth and brought it to Chicago.
1: I no I, I visited Chicago a lot, mm-hmm. uh, like once a month mm-hmm. when I was in school. I would just do the drive because I wasn't going to any of my classes, and uh, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, but so I never did. I never actually lived there. I just visited a lot, ah. um, and then moved to New York. The big beginning apple. of 2015, right.
0: <laughs> The big, the big Apple. apple. The <laughs> Big Apple. They do call it the Big Apple. They do call it that. Um. All right, so I think this might be time to ask the question, Bo. Yes, which is, Mitra, what is the culture that made you say, culture is for me? It made you say, hmm, okay, there's this thing called culture, and it might be for me, I'm kind of interested. Maybe oh. take a step in a cultural direction. You saw a movie, you read a book, you saw a play, a cartoon. Hmm. Um, or just life. Or just life. Or you, you grew up in Cincinnati, and you, you said, Cincinnati, culture is for me.
1: Wow, um well, okay, so like the first one, I think, is really bad. Um, the first one, I think was like magic culture. yeah, um, oh,
0: wow. That's so, not bad. People well, it's bad because, because of what, what
1: I did with it. <laughs> <laughs> what is it. So this is like elementary school. Like the Harry Potter books came. I started yes. reading them when I was in like second grade. So I yes, grew up on magic. that. I believed that I was very special. I had the, the <laughs> confidence of like a, you know, a loved kid who lived yes. in the Midwest where everybody was really nice. So I was like, yeah. I'm obviously magic and <laughs> yeah. but not even in like a Hogwarts way, like sort of more of like a witchy way. Um like
0: Matilda? No, witchy. You just you just you just said witchy. Yeah, okay, great.
1: So I will explain the things that I did.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wanna um,
1: know. so I I had this friend Madison and we were both like sort of like weirdies. People uh-huh. were nice to us, but like we were definitely the weirdest kids in school. Mm-hmm. So I would um I had certain we convinced each other that we were telepathic. Um <laughs> So we would do that on the playground um, in oh, sixth man. grade. So like too old. And um
0: <laughs> and then like we would go over to her and be like, Do you know what I was just thinking? We and would like, would like say, go
1: yeah. like across the playground from each other and be no. like, Ugh.
0: No. No, 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 no. <laughs> and
1: then I'd be like, Did you see a waterfall?
0: <laughs> and you know why that's I genius? That. All she had to say was, Yes.
1: yes!
0: <laughs> and the whole thing would have been like we're. This is the rest of our lives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: and then, um, <laughs> wow. Some of this is like pretty psycho. Okay, so there was no, one thing. This. Uh, so I like bruise really easily and get sick really easily. Mm, congratulations! And thank you so much. I'm so <laughs> delicate. Um, and my family, like no one else in my family, is like that. Uh-huh. So I, um, I was really convinced that I had healing powers and was bruising easily and getting wow. sick easily because I was giving so much of myself to others. Yes. Isn't that so crazy? That <laughs>
0: is fully crazy.
1: <laughs> so my last thing is that I, um, <laughs> I thought I could bend rocks. <laughs> like I had a little pouch of those like fake sort of like gem stony oh. rocks you get at like a gas station yeah. and I would sit wow okay I would sit and I would just be on the playground and I would like hold it in my hand and I'd be like I'm bending
0: it <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> you were like mom yes. I can bend rocks and your mom was like that's gum you idiot <laughs> that's
1: and gum then I kept the them ground. I kept them in like a little leather pouch with like a dream catcher on Uh it that i undoubtedly also got at a A gas station station. (laughs) oh and the last thing um which is maybe the one that makes me sweat the most when i think about it is i would um (laughs) sit on the playground in the mulch and make a circle like bunch up the mulch around me so it was in the shape of a circle and then i would close my eyes and chant over and over again the earth and i are one like loud (laughs) i i'm not even i
0: love it i think that is like not as like totally out there as like it's it seems i'm not saying that you're making it sound like well, it's like this how this old are you thing. 12 okay but see that I, might be a little old. no i'm saying into <laughs> middle school i was like like i would just be bored out of my mind when like all over the weekend and you would create things in your head but like you ha- you play with this fun little fantasy of like i have powers let me test well those powers. do you know i when i was like seven or eight me and my best friend at the time Georgie would walk around the gym when it was like recess time. And we would have conversations about what had happened when we slept over each other's house. Like when our toys like got up and became alive and what they did. And I would be like, so actually when you were asleep, I was actually awake and I saw um, um, <laughs> t- a couple of the toys like they like got together and like they were um, okay. t- they were they were like having a conversation. And I'm like, you know what they said? And we'd fully make up like the narrative of things and like walk around the gym, just like stimulating our minds, making up this garbage. I love that. OK, see, but that's different, though, because in our case we have agency and we have like it's. Us who is like making things happen Yeah
1: it's kind of an interesting commentary Yeah
0: it's like um, What we- do you think though How do you think it's 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 Well you know one's now. like
1: alpha One's like beta
0: <laughs> You think I'm the beta? You're the beta for sure And like we're the ones who are like affecting change hmm. um, Yeah
1: I love being strong <laughs> <laughs> It's a good
0: thing to be Wait Mitra can we talk about Um <laughs> Can we talk about this moment when <laughs> that you were not present for? It? <laughs> was when I was okay. So I saw the big stick with my dad over Thanksgiving. He loved it. I loved it. I haven't seen it yet. Um, and you know what? It was it was a movie that I could point to with my parents and be like, "So this is kind of sort of what not exactly what I do, but this is sort of what I do." Like, there's this whole plot point in the movie where Camille, Camille's character is like trying to get into this Montreal festival, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and, really? Yeah, and so I was mm-hmm. like. I was like, oh yeah, like like every now and then I would stop and be like, this is all about me, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like Dad, like, that's sort of like, that's sort of like what I sort of think about every now and then. Mm-hmm. And he didn't really get it. But it was like, it was like a nice moment. And then to have Mitra in that movie, I was it's like, beautiful. that's fucking, that's fucking great. Oh, thank- There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, bubbly bursts. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. yourself. Your feet will thank you. Hey, Los Culturistas listeners. We're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com, then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with gift mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get... Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's Funniest Night Out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night aboard the Titanic. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Um, you you played a, a gluten free person. Uh, yes. <laughs> what was that like?
1: It was like well weeks of studying. Well, actually, <laughs> one thing,
0: one fun. You behind played the a gluten free person in this film, and <laughs> a that's a, a real, bra- a real brave <laughs> challenge <laughs> to take on the perspective of a gluten free person. Well,
1: it's like you know you have to think about the world in like a different way than you see it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> which is gluten. Absolutely. Which is gluten. gluten.
1: I, see, I see the world through bread. <laughs> kind of. I <laughs> I was the, what you were you going
0: to say the fun thing about
1: Oh, just um I uh I had to like do uh like a Pakistani accent for it, oh, which yeah. really stressed me out. Um It's so stressful. Yeah, I cuz I'm like not that, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and my voice sounds like this, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> so like this. My voice sounds like that. <laughs> um, so I was like very, very stressed because yeah. I was like, I don't want to be offensive. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, Well,
0: yes. We we did a sketch one time and you had to do a Korean accent and you were like, you were stressed out about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because you just don't want to like make characterize it, seem, it. Car- or caricature it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you but- have to be s- that's why you're not the next Meryl I'm sorry <laughs> because Meryl would have walked onto that set and done a flawless Pakistani accent and guess what one would have batted an eye that it was Meryl yeah. you know what
1: Matt you're not the next Meryl
0: <laughs> I think I am I think I, think I, I am. am no you're not the next Meryl and that's your whole personality you sad fucker. guys the fact that we're even talking about her is crazy and disrespectful no. okay no that's fine <laughs> It's so disrespectful. You are digging your heels. <laughs> into this. Topic. I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I oh didn't God. like that. And honestly, I also I don't know. We don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, but it's just funny because um, <laughs> I I definitely saw that person doing interviews when like Lindsay Lohan was going through it. Okay, so anyway, um, mm. ca- ca- uh, like capitalizing Wait, on I it, just, it anyway. I, I want to keep talking about. <laughs> I, I want to keep talking about Big Sick. I love. I fucking loved it. I thought yeah. it was such a good movie. And then t- and hearing Emily Gordon talk about like the process for for writing that i was like oh cool like they like it's interesting they were like they were like it was really weird how like when the movie was coming out they like the studio sort of marketed it as this uh rom-com mm-hmm. and like we didn't think about that like like we like making the movie we didn't sort of frame it as a rom-com at all mm. but like i guess it sort of makes sense but anyway um i um i just i guess i i guess i'm just asking <laughs> like structurally it's it's kind
1: of that but it's you know it's more than yeah, a rom com. I think.
0: Um, I just thought. I just thought it was just like a really like this is sort of what you get when you get like, you know, like a comedian, like someone who has that sort of background and perspective, um, but who like is able to like f- filter it through like a non traditional narrative. Plus, like, I don't know. There's just so many layers to that movie. I think it's great. And Camille, um, I think didn't he mention you on like on Mar- on Marin recently or something? Yeah, he okay. did. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. Wait, what did he Emily. say? Camille K- and
1: Emily. Oh, they were just like talking about people who were in the movie and then oh, great. they were like Mitra Mitra. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. <laughs> it was cool.
0: Yeah. Um, you know what? This is what Meryl will never work with Show Walter and that 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 sets Mitra apart. Absolutely. Meetra, th- you've a- worked with Show Walter and Merrill has not. Yeah, so? so you're kind of in a way doing Oscar promotion for this movie right now, I want you to know. <laughs> because they're saying Holly Hunter is gonna get nominated. Mm-hmm. And she's really good. She was amazing you, in it. Yeah. She is amazing. Ray Romano was really good in it too. He was. They for a second we're talking about him him too for an Oscar yeah. nomination. But I guess you know Holly Hunter is an Academy Award winning actress, so it's easier to continue that conversation. Sure. sure. Yeah. But um, yes, you are representing during Oscar <laughs> season. <laughs> You are here. The big sick. Yeah, <laughs> this is a big for your consideration ad for the big sick is yeah. what I'm saying. Um, yes. ha- what movies are, are have you seen? What do you like? You, we just talked about how you saw the killing of a sacred deer and you mm. you were not into.
1: It's too tense for me. I didn't mm. love it. Um, I saw Florida Project recently, mm. which how I was loved. Yeah. I thought it was beautiful. It was really really cool. And Willem Dafoe is hot now. Um, uh, he actually surprisingly has
0: always been hot. Has always been hot. Always been hot. And there. Oh my god, I'm such trash. There's a sex scene with Willem Dafoe from like years and years and years ago, mm-hmm. and I actually couldn't believe it was Willem Dafoe. Mm. And then he rolled over, and it was Willem Dafoe, and I was like, wow. "Willem!" Whoa! <laughs> I was like, "It was Willem." It was Willem. All Do along. you know? I think he should have gotten an Oscar nomination for playing the Green Goblin. He was really good and hot.
1: I liked that first one, the first uh, Spider-Man with Tobey.
0: Tobey Spider-Man. Toby and Kirsten Spider-Man, for me, is my favorite Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, I never watched the other ones. Actually, I did watch the most recent one, because Gary Richardson
0: was oh, a in it. A right. bunch of people are in it. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. I thought it was really Who does bad. Gary play?
1: He's like He, like, yells out of a window. A window. <laughs> I <laughs> love but it. it. But I was like, <laughs> ah! <Yeah. laughs> and, and then that's, like, five minutes of the movie.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny.
1: But it's, it was cool. <laughs> it was really
0: cool. He what did a if, great job. What <laughs> if we sat and we're watching Spider-Man Homecoming, and it was like, yeah, I play a guy that's um, yelling out of a window. And... In actually though it was a huge part like what if what if Gary was in the movie for 15 minutes I would love it that would be, I would be that would be incredible but it would be a trick yes because you thought he was guy who yells out of window and then was a huge part I don't quite I don't really know what you're I'm saying I'm just saying I'm just saying it would be fun it would be cool if had a bigger be, part <laughs> I'm just saying what I'm saying is it would be fun yes. to see friends with big parts yes. Yes, yes. That would yes. be very fun. It's actually rule of culture number uh ninety one. It's, it's really, really fun to, fun to see, see friends with, with big parts. parts. What
1: about small parts?
0: Small parts no, too. Not as fun. Okay. Not as fun.
1: Well, sorry, can't watch anything I've ever done.
0: <laughs> 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 only been only done small parts, only done fucking Well,
1: small actors, small parts, <laughs> blah blah blah.
0: Well Bowen's about to be in high maintenance. Oh, yeah. but that was that was a small part. What was but it? You are in the trailer, in the trailer I mean, and you say a whole line. I say a whole line in the trailer. Phantasmagoria. Me, oh, yeah! Yeah! Was that improvised? That was improvised, and I got a shout out. Nicole Silverberg. You must shout her out. Who gave? Who, who like inspired me to use that word for like a year? She um, taught us the word phantasmagoria, phantasmagoria when she used it in her. I don't think so, honey. Just which is singular? Like it's the singu- It's it's not phantasmagoria. Yum. It's phantasmagoria, phantasmagoria even describes one. You would think it's plural. But it's she not. was using the word phantasmagoria to describe the movie Joy. <laughs> to bring that back around yeah, to yeah, is yeah. Joy a cartoon? Film. Joy it was is Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh,
1: Joy. then it, I, it means something. Here's the thing. <laughs>
0: Here's the thing with Oscars season. It's like what's the thing with it? We're not going to be thinking about most of these movies in ten six years. Months. No, I'm like even just I'm saying like next year we'll be like oh yeah that existed well that's I think a symptom of the fact that we and I think this actually could be a year that changes all that if what I'm hearing is true and like get out wins best picture oh, that would be they're amazing could happen um if Lady Bird wins and like right, Greta right. Gerwig wins Best Director, and like that she... would be huge. And, or even if you know Jordan Peele wins Best Director, yes, like yes, yes. this could be a year I think, especially with all the Weinstein stuff, because he like owned the Oscars. Right, right. With all that now um, being kind of gone, and that kind of like Iron Fist not ruling the Oscars process, I think this could be a year where maybe like we award something like truly artful. Yeah. Um, because I think that the Oscars should be. Real, I think it's nice, but uh, it's like, actually merit based because right now it's like there. It's obviously like bought and paid for and like garbage, yeah, but it yeah, would be yeah. nice um, for it to mean something. And I think the best picture should be like a movie that like means something about the time, yes, you know what I mean? Like, get out would be great, get out would be amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. It'd be so cool to say that that like was named by everyone <clears throat> as like the best picture, yeah. I mean, Moonlight, Moonlight, Star- Moonlight too, yeah, I think. And I think that re- literally no one saw that coming. That was no like one saw a that la, coming, la, but la also la like best. it was robbed of its moment in a way too. I hated that. I hated that. Now that I think back on it, it's like it's, that sucked yeah. that moment. I'm just like ugh, cool it was great TV like we were all like what the fuck? But like looking back on it I'm just like that what a bummer. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I don't know. The part of me that, like, wants to watch the world burn and, like, loves the drama of it was, like, <laughs> that is so fucking funny. Like, this is all If it like, had this been, like, like any farce. other movies, right. I would have...
1: But, like, the symbolism of that moment, yeah. of, like, the white jazz movie versus, like, <laughs> the beautiful film that, yeah, like, made yeah, yeah. me right. LGBT, like,
0: black movie. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, it just would have been so moving to watch them open the envelope and say Moonlight. It would have been such been so shocking amazing. and Amazing. And the fact that it was controversial, it was like, oh, this is so... It's going to follow that movie into the rest and of And for that to be what history. happened at the end of that year, too, like... I yeah, know. literally everything sucks. Like, <laughs> we can't do anything right. We can't even open a fucking envelope. Like, literally everything literally, is so stupid. Yeah. Like, the, after Trump, <laughs> for that to happen, I was like, this is so annoying. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, Jimmy Kimmel's hosting again. I I liked him as a host. I I like him um because I think he gave the best correspondence dinner. Whatever, I'm getting too like f- like far out. He was best correspondence as the host. dinner? White House Correspondence Dinner. He did it. You think so? I thought he The best? Not maybe not the best. Him, Samantha. Cecily Cecily was great. Um Oh Samantha well yeah, yeah, Samantha too. But like Samantha, like with her own How friend. could you dare say <laughs> in front of Mitra? That Samantha, Samantha Bee wasn't the best one.
1: I loved hers, but like in terms of like legit correspondence centers, I think Colbert.
0: Oh well, yeah, of course Colbert. I'm talking Obama era, Obama era. Oh, and Seth yeah.
1: had a good one too. Seth, well, Seth, I love
0: Seth. Seth was just, I love Seth, but Seth's was just like set up, punchline. It was we up, update punchline. Slash it was like okay, cool, all right, night, all right, yeah. like,
1: But I, I love, like, I love someone being mean right to the president's face. I so love that, it. absolutely, I mean, yeah, 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 that's yeah. great. And
0: yeah. and that was the year when Seth really went after Trump. Yes, that was the that was like the day before. It's why Trump hates Seth Meyers to this day, I right? Think. And it, it was like two days before the Bin Laden raid, right? Um, oh yeah, you're right. right. Yeah, Actually, it was like happening while they were 2011 there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that that was insane. To bring it back to nine eleven, 11 Colbert just <laughs> Not had... Not back. We never really brought it up. <laughs> gotta bring it back to 9 always. When it wasn't brought up. I don't <laughs> think yeah. so, honey. Nine eleven, 11 Actually, rule number 10 of culture, you gotta, gotta bring, bring it back, back to nine eleven, Even when it wasn't brought up. Even when it wasn't brought up. <laughs> um, uh, but wait, Colbert had such a good joke the other day where he was like, um, of course, Matt Lauer busted for... Um the, he he like read the uh statement from NBC News it was like we fired him for inappropriate sexual conduct in the workplace mm-hmm. and Colbert was like as opposed to appropriate sexual conduct in the <laughs> workplace yeah <laughs> um there's appropriate sexual conduct in the workplace how would you treat me right now right now <laughs> because this is our workplace very much so Mm-hmm. how would you treat me appropriately and sexually right now I would say Matt you look great in that shirt and I would turn to HPJ <laughs> and I would shake my head and as soon as you can say this is snap, s- we <laughs> have, say say say, snap we would <laughs> have we, as soon as you can say the word snap uh-huh. snap <laughs> It would be Last Culture Recess with Mitra Juhari and Matt Rogers. Fine, and you would be Which out. we would hate. <laughs> no, and I, we would we would love it. And this podcast would, it. would be soared to new heights. And guess what? I there would we... be no sexual conduct. I think it's true, uh, but no, this is appropriate sexual. <laughs> I can't believe talking about this. us calling Joe hot producer Joe is appropriate sexual. He conduct. has the power in this room. <laughs> He does. He really does have the power, and he he wouldn't let it go on unless he unless he didn't want. to.
1: I do not condone any of this,
0: uh, <laughs> Mitra. What would what would appropriate sexual conduct be for you? What would you do to us Aww. appropriately sexually? Sit right here. <laughs> this is you know what this is this is why we're trash, and, and Mitra is king. And we're going to think on that for a couple minutes. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Um, and when we get back, let me tell you something. We're going to keep talking. Okay. <laughs> oh, cool. And that'll be great. That'll be really um, fun. Spoiler we'll be, alert more words. Spoiler alert more of the same bullshit <laughs> with Mitra Juhari right after this. <laughs> Sorry. We're back giggling and giggling <laughs> with and Mitra. the giggles don't stop. Yeah. And Bowen, you described this as our giggliest episode. Yeah, I think so. If you look back, we haven't giggled this much. I don't think we've giggled this much. Well, and I'm glad. What makes you giggle?
1: <laughs> um, every, not everything. A lot of stuff makes me not giggle. Mm. Um, yeah,
0: sometimes you have to fold your arms and shake your head.
1: Fold your arms, shake your head, say, not for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I mean,
0: what's the funniest comedy <laughs> you have seen?
1: You know, my favorite thing that I think that I watch every couple of years that I like always makes me happy when I watch it. Two, well, I have two things. One is like a sort of nostalgia, like it just makes me feel good, which is Mash because uh, I grew yeah. up watching. Oh it.
0: wow, okay, Alan Alda. Um, I love you Alan Alda. Yeah, I
1: really, I am like a a diehard Mash fan. Yeah. Um, and but that one, it's like I have rewatched. I mean, I you know I watch it. Often because it's just like a comfort thing, but there are like really beautiful, great, mm-hmm. well done episodes. Of, I mean, it's a great show,
0: whatever. of course. Yeah,
1: but um, the one that I watch every couple of years just because I want to reset and forget the jokes is Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Have you ever seen no, it? I don't know what, what that is. is that? Oh my god, I mean, the premise takes like approximately 45 minutes to explain, but basically, <laughs> <time>. oh, <laughs> they let um, like I think like it was like Oxford or Cambridge or something like that. These guys from one of those like British schools that has a great comedy group, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Maybe like Cambridge Footlight, I don't remember. Um, They did a show on either Channel 4 or BBC, I can't remember, it's only six episodes, and the premise is, okay, so the main character is Garth Uh Marenghi. Garth Marenghi is like a science fiction author. Whose book was then adapted into a TV show called Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, uh-huh. and then Gar- the, the actual uh-huh. television show Garth Marenghi's Dark Place that I like, the, We the Humans yes, watch, yes. <laughs> um, is sort of like a collector edition. So you see all the commentary um, from like Garth Marenghi and his like other the other actors in the show and stuff as you're watching old episodes.
0: That's brilliant. That so is it's, really funny. It's so
1: layered, but, like, it makes perfect sense when you see it. It's just really hard to explain. But it's, like, purposely really poorly done. Like, <sighs> one of the characters in the show is, like, played by Richard Ayote. He's Garth Marenghi's agent or something like that. Um, I'm actually going to rewatch it in the next couple of weeks. I haven't seen it in a while. Um, but he's, like, yeah, Garth Marenghi's agent. And he also has a part on the show, like, the the adaptation show that we're oh –
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's hard to explain. I love it. I love um, it. But he's like a bad actor, so he just always looks into camera while he's delivering his <laughs> lines, and um, yeah, it's just so uh, over the top and cheesy. And they they do the whole thing of like making a bad like a a bad thing right. in a way that is fun because I I, I, yeah. I normally don't like it when people are like, oh like look how bad the prop is, but this show is like all that and there's so many layers to it like That's, because yeah. because what I love about it is Garth Marenghi the character is he thinks he's making something good like mm. my favorite thing to watch is someone really dumb or really inept thinking that they're amazing at yeah. something and really earnestly trying and mm-hmm. this show does that really well where like every episode begins with him like walking down a staircase <laughs> <laughs> being like now this episode <laughs> oh
0: that's funny introducing
1: the episode and it's also f- self-aggrandizing he really thinks he's like the voice of a generation and made re- something really beautiful wow. and then you watch clips of the show and it's so bad
0: <laughs> yeah so it's kind Kind of like this like consciously bad like Tales from the Crypt type thing. Yes, yeah. yeah. Okay, which cool. which is hard to do. Like That's it's hard to cool. do well. It's hard to make something bad in a good with a good sort of like editorial layer yeah. on it. You yeah. You know? That kind of rem- that brings up so Bowen and I we might go to the movies tonight. We think we're going to go see Lady Bird because I haven't seen it yet. Bowen's going to go with me. but I kind of wanted to go see The Disaster Artist. Mm. Are you going to go see that?
1: I do think I'm going to go see it. Because it sounds
0: like what you like, which is a film about someone confidently making something bad.
1: My only thing with that is I can't tell if that movie is mean-spirited or not. And that I have trouble watching. Right. I I would rather watch a totally fictional person who's bad at something than someone, like, especially just someone who is as successful as James Franco. It seems like he's making it out of love and, like, a a genuine affection for the movie. But it's still, like, you're, like, hot James Franco making a movie about someone who made a bad movie and, like. I don't know. I it feels weird to it's me. Se-
0: well, there's the thing is it's like if there was gonna be a movie about it, someone would have to play Tommy Wiseau the way he really acts, and that is like the way he acts. So it's like it feels like it's being done accurately. But yeah, the question of like is it punching down? Yeah, because this could be this person's like intellectual and creative and, and like peak, and like, but it does it does from what I've heard about it, it does seem like. Um, Tommy Wiseau likes the movie. Yeah, I mean,
1: and like he came to events, but I, yeah. yeah, I don't know. The whole thing feels a little weird, but I think I'll probably still watch it.
0: Yeah. That's the thing, though, is that that whole movie, like the room, is about ba- is that whole thing is like people on mass punching down. Like, like I went to, the, I went to a screening over Thanksgiving. Right, right, right. And it was fun, but like parts of it were just like. People just screaming, like, offhand things, like, this sucks. She looks fucking ugly. And yeah, like, oh. yeah. But you know what was nice? People would, like, shut it down immediately. People would be like, boo, stop it. Like, anything that was just, like, about people's appearances. Yeah. People, like, as an audience, they were like, that's not okay. Because you're always going to have those assholes. Whenever right. it's like, we're tearing everything about this movie apart. It's bad. You are going to have those people that, like, don't get it. Like, I, I still found the screening experience enjoyable just because it's, like,
1: it's such a cult thing. It's such a cult yeah. thing and
0: like and like the spoon throwing is fun and like there were new things. Like I hadn't been to one in like since college. And like this one, like like there were just a bunch of new things that people would do. Like anytime What do they do? So this is a new thing that I had never seen done before, which I thought was so funny. It's like a Rocky horror type thing. It's a Rocky horror type thing. So um anytime there's a shot of like San Francisco with like <laughs> the bay. <laughs> People would be like, um usually what people do is they go, Where are we? Where does this movie take place? But then like this new thing and it was like it was mostly these two girls who sat like in the back and they, they just kept going, they just kept shouting, Water like anytime there's a the water. And so this and so this and so, so this also applied to like when a character would like take a glass of water and start drinking it, people would be like, Water <laughs> which I thought was <laughs> that was so funny. Like that's like the like, that's the kind of thing where I feel like it's that's just purely cult. It's not punching down. No, no. It's just fun and I and I that's my issue with it you know what yeah Mitra sort of put her finger like put just got that exactly right like she really got it right she Mita. got it right well cause Thanks. that's cause I was telling Matt I don't want to see it like I have no <laughs> desire to see it and I think part I'm, I chalked it up to like it just being James Franco and I'm like I don't really care either mm-hmm. way for him but like I think that's what it is it's like yeah like this is this is the, this this might be an opportunity where you either like really like honor what like Tommy Wiseau was doing at the time or you just sort of like make fun of him him even more even after the movie's been made fun of for like over a decade right yeah so here's a question James Franco Mm -hmm. would you though yeah Uh, 100% (sighs) yeah I would I feel like I, I feel like we've all grown out of like sleeping with shitty dudes though Right. Mm, not me. Mm. Mm, okay. Right. <laughs> but good for you.
1: Oh, that's awesome. That's really awesome, Bowen. <laughs> I'm no. only like a month and a half into therapy, so I'm not there
0: yet. But. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, like, I, I have no reason to be picky. Yeah, I've sure. I've never had sex with great guys. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fuck a guy if he isn't amazing. Amazing. You know, and really respectful and nice. And... <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a piece of shit. I only yeah. fuck
1: doctors. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I only fuck doctors, but lawyers, nice humanitarians, doctors. Um, and anyone. Uh, before I fuck a guy, I'm like, wait, do you give to charity? <laughs> <laughs> in <laughs> case they look, can yeah. look me in the eye and show me receipts. <laughs> They're not getting this. <laughs> Asshole. Um, You know what? I will say yes, because... When James... Remember, like, freshman and sophomore year at the start? This is, like, a shitty, like, NYU story. Yeah, and Mitra famously has <laughs> targeted NYU and Oh, way. I love a it. Lot.
1: I can't get it out of my system. It's so fun to it's make shit out of NYU. Funny.
0: I called... Oh, I had a joke in a set recently where I said, um... I went to school... Um, at this, whatever, I'm butchering it, my own joke, like at this amazing <laughs> real estate firm, NYU, <laughs> which I think is like solid. Um, No, uh, James would always stop and take a picture with you. I never, I never asked him for oh a picture. God, I can't, I can't, I wouldn't dream of it. But so many people would be like, I got a fucking photo with James Franco today. But like, he seems like cool with it. He like would stop and like not be an asshole and like take pictures. So yeah. he seems like a decent dude.
1: I was definitely way more into it in like high school and stuff. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But I I still would.
0: Right, right. Sometimes I don't know if I prefer him like in a sexual way, like a little bit fucked up and dirty or like (laughs) clean young James Franco. I don't know That's that's a good sign though, is that you can take him either way. Probably is a good sign. That's how you know it's real. That's how you know. That's how you know it's real. Um <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay, yeah um let me tell you who couldn't be less sexually appealing is Seth Rogen and it's amazing the like chicks that like the cinema the cinematic world would have you believe would, would just yeah. like fuck him, like <sighs> the b- b- when the takeaway from like knocked up should can be whatever it is, but the fact of the matter <laughs> is like that Catherine Heigl would ever fuck this guy is crazy to me. Yeah. And then not even after the after the mistake of fucking him would be like actually I'm gonna try to like marry him because it's what's best. And like no, I forgot who it was. Oh, okay. I mean like. I mean, it's, she it's, deserved an Oscar for that movie. This is um, <laughs> this was this was this was back when Between Two Ferns was for a second like a TV show, mm. and Zach Galifianakis does like an interview with Tina Fey and like he's being like a piece of shit, and then finally she goes, um, and then and, and then he's like, "So Tina, are women funny?" And then she like loses her her patience, and then, and then she goes, "You know what? Um, if you um were a woman with your body shape, um, <laughs> the best role you would get in a movie is um, Kevin <laughs> James <laughs> would." pick your character up for a date and open the door and see you and throw up and that would be the kind of role you would get to play (laughs) which I think is so funny Kevin James James voice of the generation Kevin James would see you and throw (laughs) throw (inaudible) up that's so mean. That's so good, though. Wow. It's true. Uh, God damn it. I. Oh, man. Hollywood sucks. Kevin James, like, that controversy where they fired <laughs> his wife. <laughs> The actress <laughs> that Andrew plays his wife and That's replaced insane. her with <laughs> <how> Leah <laughs> Remini.
1: Because we all, like, you need more of and that. And she died.
0: In the show, she, she died. died. <laughs> yeah, they how? killed, like killed the stop character stop off. I about <laughs> like, it. She, like, <laughs> off-screen got sick. was <laughs> no. so funny. It's so insane. And the way they wrapped it up was like, oh, man, it's been a couple months <laughs> since she fucking died. But you know what? You just got to keep moving on. Oh, my God. Enter Leah Remini.
1: I will. Mm, Kevin must be stopped. what? I was just thinking of something mean that I did. <laughs> I was just say
0: it, Tell us. Okay. Tell us how mean you are.
1: Well, okay. So this, I was doing this show. This is like truly caddy whatever okay anyway I'll say it I was doing the show and I was hosting the show and I hadn't met this girl but she was um she was like I was like what was your credit and she was like I was on Kevin Can Wait and uh <laughs> and then she was really mean to me and would, like, was like just like talking shit about what I was doing on stage so when I intro'd her I was like you can see her on the Kevin James vehicle Kevin Can Wait I <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you, could have done, you could have been so much meaner. I
1: know, but to me that was mean. <laughs> like, That's great. To be in a Kevin James vehicle is
0: <laughs> Truly, and there are so many. So many Kevin James vehicles. Wait, what she was talking shit? I, I don't even want to get into this, but like I think... let me tell you something. A theme of this episode is people be talking, talking shit! shit. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over people talking I shit. I think it's not good. <laughs> I've never done it. <laughs> Well, I I don't know. I I have I I I, I, have yeah I I I have before. You're different from me. I've talked shit before. I don't feel good about it.
1: In every other way, we are the same. (laughs) In that way, we are different. I'm gonna post a
0: status on Facebook that's saying, "Hey, everyone, I have something to announce. Uh I've talked shit before. Drill to announce." And um, I just I want to (laughs) apologize. I've shit talked. Um, It's time I came clean. It's time (laughs) I came clean. I want to get out ahead of this because I, you know, that's the (sighs) next thing. People are gonna come for shit talkers. Literally, this is first. What I- they came for the rapists. <laughs> 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 oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Kevin James is. Ooh, I'm scared. I, I, I think I think we're gonna. I, we should. I think we have the power to tear him down. I think. I. I, I we need I've to heard that he's a neoconservative. Of I course, he have, is. I, have heard I mean, that.
1: every like CBS show is Republican.
0: Of course, even Mom. Probably, probably, Mom. That's Janny, right? Yeah. Janie, Ferris, Jamie Presley. Jamie Presley is secretly on that show, and also Missy Pyle. Mm, oh. like this, like all of them. The <laughs> land of like lost comedic actresses yeah. is there. Wow. Oh, that's, I, we are, just talked about though. this. Didn't we talk about this with the partner? The yeah. Yeah, I'm still reeling from this. But Jamie Presley is fully doing fat suit comedy on Mom, Damn. and no one knows. <laughs> <laughs> no, one. no one knows or is talking about it, but fully there's like fat suit comedy going on just around the corner on a different channel. <laughs> I and mean, no one's doing anything. It really it. is
1: like when I so I just spent like a month in Ohio and we were um I was like in the hospital all day. Not not me, but I was there and um we watched a lot of C B S shows okay. because that's like what my grandparents love. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I couldn't believe I was like, wow, this I I just didn't even realize like how Republican. It's, it can be, um, like very much NCIS. So. All oh, that yeah. shit is like these colors don't run. And every variation <laughs> of NCIS is exactly the same. It's always like a beleaguered older man, and then like his like island of misfit toys that worship him.
0: Oh my god, it's crazy. And the like incredibly hot, much younger partner mm-hmm. that's like turns around and like always their hair is down.
1: Always down. like like <laughs> like you're running and your hair's down. <laughs> what
0: I love about <laughs> watching these shows is it's like. On some of these things, I think I was watching one of the like hospital procedurals and there was a literal doctor with her hair down during surgery. <laughs> like, her hair was like down, like, Stat, I need so I need, um, not needles. And like her hair was like down in the body. Like, <laughs> I need CCs. Give me CCs now. Hurry. Oh, this guy is dying. Like an, like, and, I, like, an like, eyelash <laughs> fell. Like, it's just like. <laughs> Crying her makeup into the body. (laughs) Um, Honestly, I want a surgeon operating on me with her hair down. (laughs) Whenever Mariska shows up to like chase someone down and her hair is like in her own face.
1: She's like best friends with Deborah Messing. (laughs)
0: Are they truly best friends? Yes,
1: because I follow Deborah online. Oh
0: my god. Thank God.
1: I okay, there are two things that she has done that I love. One is that she went to Africa and it was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's an article like like nuts. white woman goes to Africa and it's like her dancing and like oh. she's you know, Deborah always means well but she always misses the mark. I know. And I so I got breakfast with someone this past week and she coincidentally was on um the Kelly Rippa show yeah. and um mm-hmm. who's the other one? Ryan Seacrest. Okay. Um The other one. And the other one. Hero,
0: Ryan Seacrest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um My dad, Ryan Seacrest. Um, She comes onto the show and she's talking about this like solo trip that she took. And she did it kind of therapy where she where she painted a physical horse. She painted onto a horse. (laughs) And I cannot stop thinking about it. It's exactly what I wanted her to do. (laughs) It's amazing because she is just she's like if you look at her Instagram, it's like. There's a lot going on with Deborah, and yeah. I love her. I love right. her too. I love her. But you get the sense—I accept her flaws. Yes. I love her. She's the she's sense, very
0: on the nose. Here's you, here's what I think about Deborah. You get the sense that she is panicked, trying to get the gays to like always know that she's on their on their side. Yes. <laughs> like like the second they got off Megyn Kelly's show and oh she had said that weird thing to the guy, like, "Well, I think the gay, gay thing's gonna work out." She immediately took to Twitter and was like, "We should never have done it." we should never have gone if I could go back in time which I'm working on we would not have done and Kelly today which I'm working on which I'm working on if there's one secret project that she has it it's is time travel time so travel she can be doing Will and Grace again Will and Grace won we <laughs> one. Just on a loose, uh, a loop. I <laughs> a literally, loop. I watched the first few episodes of it, and now I've l- literally forgotten new? that it's still on. Yeah. It's still on? Yeah, of course it is. Oh it's like God. a hit show, I think. God damn it. <laughs> it's NBC's like little toe dip back into, just multi I said, I said before that it was their litmus test for how a Friends re- like reunion would would do. I don't think there's going to be a Friends reunion. Like a one episode thing, you don't think? I don't. Well, I'm not gonna say no because I know that it will eventually make them all money and I'm sure they'll all do it. I just don't see it coming back in a series way. Not in a series. I'm just saying like, just literally like a 10... Five out of of the six of them would probably do it though. Right. Like, I'm saying like, America would just like fucking like Mm -hmm. orgasm at the same time. They would cream. Fucking cream. Yeah. Cream Um, for friends. You know, I... But uh, I have such ambivalent feelings about that time period of like sitcoms too though. like even with will and grace like the more i think about it, i'm like i don't really i never really like connected to like these shows i don't know i'm so interesting for thinking <laughs> about- <laughs> <laughs> what if they came back and they were like we're rebooting it and then they were like everyone was like <gasps> and they were like we're bringing back mad about you <laughs> i would fucking freak <laughs> We're bringing back friends,
1: but we're letting one person of color join the cast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? They had Aisha person. Tyler for like a second, dating David Schwimmer. That's Ugh. how it
1: always is, and yeah. that's like on so many shows where it's like, oh, we'll give her a um, a black boyfriend, or yeah, yep. Yep. And yep. then and then they the last two episodes, and then you never I, see them again. Did Seinfeld right. ever do that?
0: Like, I don't think. Th- I don't think. I don't think he ever dated a black woman. No, that's crazy. I don't know. It was always like on some, Gossip Girl, <laughs> right? Oh my God, The OC. Like it was always like some derivative of Marsha Cross <laughs> on Jerry Seinfeld. Wait, show. speaking of Marishka and Marsha, I I, <laughs> I I will fucking watch so much Law and Order SVU at home. Oh yeah, um, sure. And my parents, and like she's Marsha's in a great one. What is she, she doing? She, it. Does she play she, a lawyer. No, she plays the wife, the <laughs> the fifth wife of an older rich man, who um, and her and the rich man's children. Um, step t- so th- so Marcia's stepchildren go to SVO and they're like, we think her stepmom is drugging our father into having sex with him so that she can have a child to be part of his will. It's very interesting. Yeah. It's very good. And get <laughs> yeah. to it. What happens? And then what happens is they lose the you case. You find out like, it's the youngest daughter. No, you find <laughs> out that Marsha actually really loves the guy, which is very sweet. <laughs> and let me guess, did she have a monologue that was like, I love my husband. Yes.
1: Ugh, my I would love to be on one of those Me shows. Me too. So I think you bad. would be amazing. I would give them everything. Yeah. I would
0: be a jogger to be, that was just like, "Oh my god, like I just want to find the body." I want
1: to be in the universe. That's all I yes, want. Yeah. Right?
0: I think you would be good as like someone's lawyer that they bring in <laughs> and they're like and and y- the majority of your lines are like that might have worked before, but it's not going to work now.
1: <laughs> not today.
0: <laughs> That would be your trope. You would you would be, like, the sassiest character in the 30 years of Lauderdale. I'll tell you who I would be.
1: Nice try, Benson. Uh, yeah.
0: I would be the side character who's there the whole time and, like, really just kind of, like, hasn't spoken. Yeah. And then the last scene is me giving, like, a very tearful confession on the witness stand. Yeah. And I win a, a, an Emmy for it.
1: And you'd be, like, a beleaguered student who, yes. uh, like, killed someone because you wanted to, like whatever yes
0: but then I get murdered yeah. as a, as like a, as a in surprise in the last two minutes of the episode always the last minute always yeah. the last minute oh god those endings you get shot by like the kid's dad or whatever yeah. just yes. outside the courthouse when it's like the two lawyers being like well that was a case and then you hear God god, god." from yeah. outside of they're like oh, and they run out and it's like no and then fades of and then fades about Black exactly. created, a created by like Dick, Dick Wolf, Wolf. Yeah. Uh, I fucking love SVO I think it's so good I do too you're problematic so are you mo- <laughs> You guys are both problematic. Okay. 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 The okay. only show I like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was good. I think there, were, there was a lot of really great episodes on it. I mean, uh, that, yes.
1: it, I mean it's bad, but it's fun. It's, it's bad, so but fine. it's good. It's an wow. easy watch. All I can watch now is bad TV.
0: Yes, it's fun to just, wait, there was one episode of something where Marsha Gay Harden was on it. And she, she had like a long, wait, <laughs> uh, I forget which one it was, but it was like a law and or something, whatever. She played like an undercover police mm. officer uh-huh. and she, the majority of her lines were like, you're blowing my cover. Get out of here. I would love that. And then they thought she was compromised. That was the whole thing. And then it turns out, at the end, she is compromised, and she blows her own cover by, like, wildly firing gunshots, like, in an alley. And they're like, you have to stop, Marsha Gay. And she's like, ugh, fine, it's out of hand. And it was just so badly written, but then you realize, oh, wait, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. it's just supposed to be... It's a fantasy <gasps> New York. It's they're a fan- filming,
1: like, six a day. <laughs> yeah, it's essentially
0: a soap opera. It's a, fan- it's it a is. fantasy New yeah. York. Wait, okay, so... Talk about this. You love. You can only watch bad TV. Is yes. this in as a response, reaction to like working on like a show? She's where you're a just part like, of so much good TV. That's what I'm saying. Like, thank you. Maybe it's like you're just like ah. <laughs> oh, it's like I just want it to like not have to like look up to something in a way or like aspire to something. Like- well,
1: it mostly was like I was working on late night political shows for two years so I just got really stressed and sad watching the news every day because so much of it directly affects me and uh, my family Uh, so it's hard. I was like, oh, I don't want to watch anything that like asks anything of me. Like, what I'm watching mm. for work is already so draining. So right. I just started watching Real Housewives in March, yes. and that. And I was already like prior to that, I did like Gossip Girl, Famous in Love. Right.
0: Um, oh, how's Famous in Love?
1: I mean, it's everything you want it to be. So Bella Thorne tries out for a like cattle call for. She's like a cat. Her friend convinces her to go to this cattle call for like a, um, a Twilight esque oh franchise mm-hmm. and Bella Thorne gets the part even though her friend oh. is the actor wow. so it's her like oh, con- her, conflict right there her, conflict right there well my favorite line of the series was oh um <laughs> her friend is like But I'm the theater major. I am,
0: (laughs) and like screams
1: it. And then I saw that girl in person, and I almost went up to take a picture with her. But then I was like, I'm making fun of her, so I'm not going to do it. But oh,
0: but I think you would have been very tactful, and but you would have been like, I really loved love that show and love you in that show. But yeah, okay, I I, I get that. I get that. Yeah, I
1: was (laughs) like, I'm I'm making fun. Um, but
0: what was this? What was this show on?
1: Freeform. Oh, Freeform, Freeform, baby. Um, and. What else? I mean, any, like, oh, Riverdale, obviously. And then um, this show called Lost and Found Music Studios, which is my favorite show of all time, I think.
0: Explain it. I'm not familiar. Not really,
1: but it's, like, (laughs) the worst show I've ever seen. So I picked it because it had one star on Netflix. Um, I I firmly believe that anyone in, like, our scene or, like, any adult that you know that watches that show watches because I told them to watch it. (laughs) If you see people posting about it, I founded. Okay. Um, oh my god. So, it's uh it takes place in an after school program for k- kids who want to make it into the music industry. It's a spin off of another Canadian show. So, okay. it's just all these like Canadian tweens yeah. acting as hard as they possibly can. Oh, okay. You have to act hard. It's yeah. amazing. So, yeah. I mean it's just like the main characters named Luke and Leia they never talk about no. it. No. Yes. Stop. <laughs> it's crazy. The teacher They never discuss that. They never bring it up. The teacher's <laughs> name is Mr. T and they never talk what? about that except for one of the characters at one point very sincerely is like trying to get him to give a to girl another audition and he's like I pity the fool who doesn't give her another chance and it was like <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you have to comment My on that
0: god. It was insane. It Mr. T or okay. Yeah. What if in the <laughs> second to last episode of the whole series they're like oh my God, do you know what I just realized? You guys are Luke and Leia. And, <laughs> and then they all blow their
1: brains out. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's um, one episode where a little girl... <laughs> um says that she wrote the song Freebird and like she sings uh, Freebird at the beginning of the episode and everyone's like oh my god Clara like great song and then she's like thank you so much i wrote it and they're like your songwriting skills are really improving so no one at the school has heard Freebird before <laughs> then they're in a cafe later in the episode and they hear Freebird and they're like wait Clara isn't this your song and she's like <gasps> What? You can't get mad at me for saying that I wrote Freebird even though I didn't write Freebird. That's the whole plot (laughs) of the
0: episode. This is insane. It's crazy.
1: And then they they all like sort of cycle (laughs) through all the same costumes over and over again. And the testimonials, I'm pretty sure they have them improvise. There are two full, you know how, like, auditions are, like, a montage on most yeah. shows like yeah, yeah, this? Yeah, so. There are two full episodes of auditions Un-edited. on the show. <laughs> where they sing, this. they have, like, a song for each episode, and then they, like, the, about every auditioner has to sing, so you hear it kids, and each audition episode sing the song
0: all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> and what is it called again? Lost, Lost and found, found Music, music Studio. studio. It's, <laughs> it's on Freeform? No, no, it's, it's on Netflix. Netflix.
1: It's a Netflix original. I picked it because it had one star at the time. <laughs> um... It's incredible. I mean it's really really <laughs> So insane. you
0: were like this looks bad, let's do this. Well, cuz
1: anytime I don't I don't I don't know how like I I'll just when I'm like browsing Netflix and I see uh-huh. a teen show that has a low rating, I'm like, "Let's go. go. Let's yeah. do it." Or a teen movie. I watched a movie called uh, Picture This with Ashley Tisdale, which is from like 2010 or something. Oh my but God. the plot centers around her getting a camera phone. <laughs>
0: in 2010 <laughs> there was there something was something like that there was like a a esque <laughs> drama like an action adventure drama that was on Netflix I tried to watch It's called like the 300 or the 200 the three or... percent no I don't know about the three percent this let me explain what the show was it was humanity does not exist on the earth anymore because there was
1: <sighs> I know what you're talking about I yes. didn't watch it but I there was like
0: about. nuclear attack or something or like the the atmosphere they believe is not inha- not habitable anymore <laughs> okay. so they all live on a spaceship. <laughs> above the earth. And there's this group of like teenagers called like the 300. And they have like criminal records or something or something weird. And they decide that the way they're gonna find out if they can go beyond earth again is they're gonna send these teens down there to find out if it's still habitable or something. And it's like so, it's so awful. Uh huh. um, But they basically send them down there and it is habitable. And so it kind of <laughs> becomes like a Lost-esque type show. But let me tell you, it was literally so bad. So maybe that's something for you to look into I'll as definitely watch well. I, I, like, Honestly, I watched the first episode and I was like, this is heinous. It's like, it has one of those characters who's like the bitchy girl. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm going in the water. And like <laughs> takes, off, takes off all her clothes. Like, it was like very much like a Katherine Cohen character. Yes, yes. Like, well, fucking, you guys can stay over there on the land. I'm going in the water. I'm going in the water. <laughs> and they're like... Karina, no. Or, like, whatever her name. And, and the one, like, girl You have like, to be Karina. Yeah, Karina. The girl who's, like, the lead of the show was like, <laughs> I don't think she should go in there. <laughs> and they were like, Stop being such a bitch, Mar- Marissa. Uh, like, and, and she's like, uh, it, The water's good. And, of course, she gets attacked immediately by, like, a huge snake yeah you
1: can't be beautiful
0: <laughs> no you can't be beautiful without being honestly she looked so dead like the thing like was Dang. ripping her apart but then she was like she washed up on shore she's like ah i'm a little hurt and they were <laughs> she was fine
1: what? I don't know. It, <laughs> it, let me tell you. The thing
0: the thing bit her and dragged her around this like infested lake. And she was like, ah! It was like the first scene of Jaws, but like... Or it's like that part in Jurassic World. Yes. Oh, that scene. Yeah, yeah. Well, she very much died. Yeah, for sure. The character sure. of uh, Zara, of the, which her name was literally who Zara. Who was also like I'm a bitch. I'm on my phone. Yeah. I'm an English woman who's on my phone and doesn't like children. So, you know, I'm going to get it very badly. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. she gets literally Mutilated. ripped apart by pteranodons, thrown in the air. She gets plunged underwater, still dragged about by pterodactyls. And then the big, huge sea monster jumps up in the air and chomps her and a pterodactyl in one bite. And it is fucking crazy. Sudie and I saw it. we were so high. I turned to Sudie. I'm like, wow, that was Too much. And she goes, (laughs) Yeah, that was fucking crazy. Because the rule is supposed to be that like in every one of those movies you have to have one character die like a gruesome death, but usually it's the character that like deserves it. You know what I mean? Like it's like you you really show a character being hard and And she she was was, like she was like thin and a brunette and wore like a nice white suit and like was texting like
1: that's well, actually a really cool commentary about like the way we engage with our phones.
0: <laughs> so I Don't, don't be on your phone and like don't be have like a posh English accent and also don't have a name that starts with a Z. Also, mm-hmm. don't hate kids. That's oh, yeah. the last thing. She was Bryce Dallas Howard's assistant. Oh my god. She was like and it was just very funny. <laughs> also, that movie will hold up. No, it will <laughs> I will say it will because Bryce Dallas Howard Oh my God. <laughs> Chris Kelly had such a good tweet right after it came out where he was like, I get Jurassic World and Jurassic Park confused. Which one has Laura Dern and which one has Bryce Dallas Howard outrunning a T-Rex in a nude, nude heel? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really good. Um, I... I lived
1: for that. You have to wear a nude heel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Honestly, she never took the heels off the whole time. That's and crazy. there were dinosaurs following That's them. That's amazing. That's feminist. That is feminist. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Also, I'm Third sorry, My haircut is so <laughs> iconic. It's really that, good. That, like, red bob.
1: Well, wow, I, like, have not seen this movie. You have <laughs> to. Oh, <laughs> my God. Speaking of
0: shitty things, you have to see Oh, it. my God, you have to see Jurassic <laughs> World. And it's not punching down because it's a fucking multi-billion dollar franchise. I thought it was legit I, good. I thought it sucked. It, I mean, <laughs> it sucked, but also, you know what sucks? Jurassic Park. Oh, I love Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah but, like, It either. sucks. Sure, but it's fun. Actually, you know what? Maybe it doesn't suck. I will say this: Do you like Jurassic Park? I've never
1: seen that. You've never See? seen that. I've seen like anything.
0: Th- yeah. Is that you? Would you say that's the biggest movie that you haven't seen?
1: No, there's definitely bigger one. Yeah, well, you yeah, haven't yeah.
0: seen Titanic?
1: I have <laughs> seen that. It was the first PG-13 movie that I saw and my right. parents made me wait till I was 13 and then they let my bro- younger brother and sister watch it with me and I was so pissed. <laughs> I'll never <laughs> that get over sucks. it. <laughs>
0: my, my parents let me go see it when I when I was the 7 theater. when it came out, uh, but because they thought it was like culturally important because it was like a huge m- right, movement right, and right. I became obsessed with the actual Titanic like in second grade like yeah, I would yeah, like yeah. do a project on it and stuff yeah. and um they just covered my eyes during the of course, scene. the titties, the tits, yeah. the titty scene. and the sexy scene. Right, I had my eyes covered for that too. Yeah. Um, Mitra, uh, hard left. Can you talk about Miracle Workers at all? Is it too early?
1: Um, I can talk about like the premise. I, yeah. I honestly don't know what I'm allowed to talk about. Well, I just
0: I love the premise, and like I don't think like I mean I, I think it'll be like a great what is big the show. premise? Well, ha- let's have Mitra explain because I think it's great.
1: The premise is basically Heaven is a company, and God is the CEO, and he's sort of this like out to lunch trust fund kid, um, and he decides he doesn't want to keep heaven open anymore when he finds out the people on earth... I mean, he doesn't want to keep earth open anymore and heaven too uh, because he finds out people on earth aren't very happy and don't like him very much. So, <sighs> um, angels from the prayers department make a bet with God that if they can make a miracle happen, um, he'll keep heaven open. And he's like, yeah, sure. And the oh miracle, my gosh, that's The miracle fun. is to make two... Um, humans who prayed to be with each other kiss so it's like very sweet and like wacky and fun it's it's a really uh i had a i had such a good time and it's based on a book so i i think like i'm not like ruining anything right, but sure. um
0: i think that's so fun like i i i heard that and i was just like that i would watch that show oh i can't wait and
1: it's an it's you know it's an anthology it's seven episodes it's like oh, it's great. really sweet and like contained uh-huh. and just it's fun we did table reads a few weeks ago and it was like very cool to hear the story who's in it it's um the stars right now are daniel radcliffe and steve buscemi um Mm. and then um this girl geraldine um i forget what her last name is it starts with a v um and then um karen sony this guy john bass um and i forget the other main girl but there's a lot of like really fun people in that's it.
0: so fun it's
1: really fun oh and oh actually i don't know if she's confirmed Never mind. <laughs>
0: Ooh, <laughs> Oh, well there might be someone if she's, she's, not, someone, confirmed, but she's confirmed not confirmed yet well it's
1: exciting she's it's one of my good friends um, <gasps> oh, so oh, hey. I, we'll find out off
0: camera and guess what last culture off camera. Says, you won't anyway um <laughs> I, <laughs> that sounds like such a good show oh i cannot wait yeah, I cannot wait for miracle workers. When do, when does it debuting? Uh
1: I don't know yet. It starts filming this coming week.
0: <gasps> wow. Ooh, okay. Yeah. You're so, gonna be on set. You're gonna you're gonna sit and watch. I am going. Great. I'm
1: filming a little part. In
0: oh. Life. Oh wow. Yeah. You're gonna have a chair and everything. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> it's fun. Have the chair. Have so the fun. chair. Have the chair. Absolutely. All right. So it might be time. <gasps> okay. It might be the time to do. I don't think so, honey. Mm. Mm. Now you might be familiar um, with I don't think so, honey, because we do it every episode. Um, we've also had (laughs) several live shows I don't think so honey live thank you guys if you came out to them Mm. and um, yes so this is where we take one minute to rail against culture and Bowen is gonna go first because I consistently go first and I'm just fucking tired of it okay all right. <gasps> drama. Yeah, that was what you saw right there was true drama, Mitra. Okay, I'm okay. great. Hold All right, on, this is first. I Don't Think So, Honey, with Bowen and Yang, and his time starts now. I Don't Think So, Honey, M&Ms. My co-host, Matt Rogers, brings M&Ms <laughs> to the fucking recordings every week, and I don't know why, because they just make a mess. He's about to throw them at me. No, never mind. He's just going to put them in his mouth. He's eating them right now. But look, he's chewing them. That's the most disgusting, ungodly sound I've ever heard. I Don't Think So, Honey, you making me just nibble at them, and then I have coloring on my fingers, and I have to lick it off like a fucking fucking... fucking five-year-old why would you make me do this i feel debased i feel prim i I feel so childish 30 seconds and i don't think so honey i don't know why you would keep bringing these disgusting treats they're not healthy they're not good for you i don't think so honey m&ms um oh god and i can't even fill up a whole fucking minute talking about this i'm just very mad that you would bring this and it actually ends up sabotaging my cadence because i'm trying to like hold up a hold up conversation and but meanwhile i'm like reaching over and eating this and like it's not. It's not. It's. It's. It, it makes me Five a worse. A worse host. And you are. You are trying to sabotage me. That's why. It's it. very transparent. Okay, that was the worst <laughs> one you've ever done. Because if you don't want these M and M's, by all means, have some of the pretzels that I also bought. Well, no, or I'm not gonna- these Pepperidge Farm oatmeal raisin cookies, which I got because I know that you like oatmeal raisin, just like me. And I go w- out of my way. To provide a variety of snacks, no. and for you to act like I forced you to do anything, bitch. We're not gonna eat the snacks <laughs> while we're recording. I don't know why you bring food to the recording. Because it is a nice thing to do. No, it's... and HPJ just nodded his head in agreement behind you. So guess what, honey? I don't think so. I don't think so, honey. They just interrupt my my sort of my flow. Okay. okay? Don't you dare. Touch them again if I ever bring them, and I will, and I will continue to put them out on the table and sort them by color, which I do. And if I see you touch them, honey, (laughs) you're gonna be (laughs) truly sorry. Okay, I just there's no practical purpose for them, but enjoyment. This is Matt. Believe this. What is your take on his take?
1: My take is um, sorry to be divisive, but. It's a nice thing to do, and <laughs> you were eating them, <laughs> which
0: I resent. I sh- I should not have been eating them. Okay, h- get some self control. Sounds like
1: I don't think so, honey. Behavior.
0: <laughs> yeah, fine. That's fair. Um, I think that you were a real I've been to mess. therapy
1: six times, so I can <laughs> kind of pass judgment. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? This is this is historic. I am rescinding. Well. Take it all back. This is historic.
1: <laughs> In with a bang, out with a whimper. I will say, <laughs> I
0: will say this, a hundred percent. I really respect that you pretended like you prepared. And I don't think so, honey. This week, good. Oh my god, because you a hundred percent didn't prepare that, which I am on record over the last several episodes by saying. Bo and Yang never prepares his I Don't Think So honey. <laughs> beforehand. <sighs> and he tried to very slyly do this I Don't Think So Honey, Matt Rogers brings in just now, and it was... N- that felt, like, prepared and forced to you? Well, you literally called out that you couldn't get through a minute. No, I'm saying it didn't feel prepared at all. Okay. You were, you were very cleverly trying to, you know, make it seem like you had prepared something. No, I wasn't. Okay, we don't have to... We don't have to talk about that. Wow, you just spiraled. Okay, this is Matt Rogers's. <laughs> I Don't Think So Honey, His Time Starts... You better be good. <laughs> I will be. We <laughs> Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So Honey, His Time Starts Now. I Don't Think So Honey, the phrase Seacrest out. How come we just <laughs> let that happen? First of all, bitch, no, I Don't Think So Honey, Seacrest out. It had nothing to do with the show. It was very transparently Ryan Seacrest stomping his stupid little feet in a meeting one day saying, I need a sign off, I need a sign off. And everyone in the fucking room fucking throwing their hands up in the air being like, we don't know what to say. Like come up with something. He said, fine, I will. Said Seacrest out. Probably people laughed because it was so stupid. And he thought, huh, good? Yeah, good. And kept saying it for like several seasons to the point where it became like an institutional part of American Idol. And it was Seacrest out, which by the way, the irony of that is fucking crazy. Seacrest out. I don't think so, honey. Also, you should literally take note of the amazing other sign-offs, like Tina Fey's wonderful weekend update. Good night and have a pleasant tomorrow. Jane a, Was that Jane Curtin? Well, originally, yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) Five seconds. I don't think so, honey. (laughs) Seacrest out. And you know what I say at the end of this? Roger's out. Just kidding. I would never say that. And that's one minute. Wow. Couldn't even wait
1: seven seconds (laughs) to say (laughs) Jane Curtin. (laughs) I I
0: had to correct, because you were spreading falsehoods. I don't think Jane Curtin came up with that. It good was, night and have a pleasant tomorrow. That's what they said I think on she the original. Did
1: the show, she did create she the phrase di- good night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course, it's rule number uh, 86 of culture. Jane, Jane Curtin, Curtin created, created the, the phrase, phrase good night. <laughs> no, that was the original Weekend Update with sign off was good night and have a pleasant tomorrow. I don't think it was. Yes, I think was. I would like to challenge you. Okay, well, culturistas, listeners, look it up. It's real. Okay. Do you know this? The answer to this? No.
1: I'm really not like I didn't like grow up on SNL. You didn't. At you all. didn't you're not, not
0: an like, SNL lover.
1: <laughs> no, I, I like it. I I definitely watch it more now than ever. Like having right. friends who work on the show. Right. But prior to that, I was like, mm, all right, not
0: for me. You know, it just wasn't for you. You were a Mad TV queen.
1: I actually did like <laughs> Mad TV more. Um,
0: this is the thing, and like <laughs> some Mad TV is really good. Some Mad TV is really good, and like more people are more people are like coming out of the closet about <laughs> Mad TV. <laughs> It's the next movement. I think people I, coming out and saying they love that TV. The three of us love it. Like Patty loves it. Like everyone, like secretly loves that TV. What did we just watch? The Huntresses. Yeah, prehistoric Clam- glamazon Huntresses AD, <laughs> which is another <laughs> thing. Prehistoric glamazon Huntresses AD, which is another thing that is like that is really good at being bad on purpose. It's yeah. really good at being. Like, There's shady. a scene where they're like running through the forest, and it's just that... <laughs> running from the side of the set to the side of the set and the (laughs) the cuts are horrible and Deborah Wilson is is so funny in it when they run from like across the set and like (laughs) but the best part is they go to a corner and then they just huddle and like for a turn to face each other, <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll run again. It's so good. Watch that. It's Everyone so go good. online and watch prehistoric huntresses. And the way that Deborah Wilson de- delivers lines in it oh, is it's so funny. She just screams them and screams them. It's so good. Um, okay, Mitra, are you ready?
1: Bone, I'm gonna do the one that I did didn't do for <gasps> I, the cult war is... because it was we it was too dark.
0: <laughs> I well, I love that. It's... I love that you bring the darkness. I think it's really funny though. It's really good. Okay, good this I'm is excited. Mitra. Juhari's, I don't think so, honey. Her time starts now.
1: I don't think so, honey. My grandpa's funeral. (laughs) Okay. So the guy who runs the funeral is this pastor that we didn't even want. He had a horrible toupee. He was eating all the food. And, like, all my family is, like, whatever. And some of them I don't even know. But I knew that this guy couldn't possibly be a relative. He went on stage and he read the fucking footprint story, as in, like, two footprints on no. the sand. Which is a magnet. He just read it as though it was something She's that so actually bad. applied to the story. And then he pronounced every single person's name wrong. My uh, name is Mitra Nadia Nari. He pronounced it Mitra Nadja and Araya. Uh, and then he left the service uh, early. Seconds. It didn't even come with us to the mausoleum. So we just, like, did it on our own <laughs> and then I, this was not his fault but I will attribute it to him With somebody picked the song and I will always love you to play oh, no! by Whitney Houston and that was the song that played as the people seconds. left the uh, the pews and like hugged everybody goodbye so we're just listening to the song and now every time I hear that song I think about my grandpa's no. funeral I don't think so honey the people who did his makeup he was uh, cooler than that um, <laughs> I don't think so honey um, the bad snacks in the funeral home and the bad conversation I don't think so honey my grandpa's funeral oh, that's one minute. Uh,
0: that was great that was really really good <laughs> Oh my god, that's so. Fun. When you told me that story, I was like, "That is tragic, but also, it like, was crazy." But it was crazy. also
1: like very funny because like my grandpa's super, super funny, and uh-huh. he would have like
0: just lost it. Out of it. Yes, oh my god. it was
1: crazy. He didn't even try to say my dad's name. My dad's name is Maron, and he was like, "Run!" <laughs>
0: and of course, <laughs> and you know, and you, run. you. and murder. <laughs> <laughs> um. Murder. Mitra, Naja, Araya. Everyone Mitra, in the room was Na- like, Mitra, Naja, Araya. because
1: like, he's like a yeah, he was like he's like Southern Baptist pastor oh, or whatever. No. Mitra, Naja, Araya. And like we're like, whoa.
0: So, and evil. you know, afterwards, to his wife, he was like, the names were insane. They're but not I real names. names. But I, I <laughs> thought I did great. I <laughs> thought, that, and you know, the song we did at the end was that Tony Braxton
1: song. <laughs> the Toni Morrison. Toni Morrison song.
0: <laughs> a beautiful song. She was a wonderful singer. And I, I told... She needs to put out a new record. <laughs> I told the footsteps story, footprint story. Oh, yeah, you know cause, that one. Because I saw the magnet on the fridge. Yeah, yeah. It was story. truly <laughs> crazy. Like, that is the worst story.
1: It, I mean, we were just all looking at each other like, I can't believe... Just tell any other story.
0: Tell any other story. There's so
1: many things in the Bible about death. And
0: just that story, like, still doesn't make sense to me. Also, <laughs> not for nothing, but if you don't have the right thing to say, like if that story's not gonna make sense it, and you can't make it make sense, and if, if you don't have the right thing to say, just say less.
1: Say less.
0: I had a, I had a family friend that passed away very young. And the pastor got up and I guess felt the need to try to say something about when a person dies very young mm. oh, and he no. was like you know you have to think this was what was and he was trying to kind of say like uh, trying to kind of say like this is God was has a plan to, yeah. things like that reason, like blah, blah, blah. and some people do take do take um solace. solace in that but he kind of like got so like tripping over his words and I think maybe nervous as he was saying it that he ended up saying something that was like we should all just like uh, you know, take care of things sooner and like, you know, cause the person got sick. It Whoa. was just like, it was so, oh my God. it was, it was just so far away. It was like watching someone like w- trip over a rock and then trip over another rock and yeah. then another rock and then a waterfall.
1: But it is like, it is like, it it is it, like grief is so funny. Like, and yeah. like my, uh, the week of the funeral was like, so crazy because I had to I've like had to come back to New York and then to go back to Louisville for the funeral and I um on the way to my flight I got in a car accident no. and then started my period
0: <laughs> and you know what God has a plan for that God yeah. has a plan that was God that was God well, that was God in your in my vagina. uterus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was so tight <laughs> <laughs> My uterus. Yeah.
0: Of course. Oh, I love a, a tight, love a tight uterus. uterus. Yeah. Nothing like a tight uterus mm-hmm. on a woman. Um, so, on a man,
1: no. Thank you. On a you. man, no loose. Thanks. Loose uterus.
0: Um, well, this is for storage. This this episode has tickled me. Yeah. Tickled me in all the right places. You know what? I think this was uh, such a fun romp. A romp. a romp, really,
1: <laughs> actually, one of my least favorite words. Because sexual. Romp is like it's always like a like a bad rom com. Yeah, like, oh, it's yeah. a romp. Oh, so it's bad. It's bad. It's
0: what they call a movie that has like more women than they'd like it to be. Yeah, they're like they can't call it like a comedy. So they're like it's a romp. If
1: it's like not all thin women, they're like it's a romp. It's a
0: romp. <laughs> <laughs> If there's, one, if there's one person of color or a gay or a queer person, it's, it's a romp. Oh, this romp. Oh, it's a total romp. Like Rat Don't Race. Go see it. Rat Race was a romp. Rat Race, though, is such a <laughs> fun romp. What a romp. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg and Rat Race, remember? Rat Race. Is remember? Like- <laughs> Rat Race is the mad TV of movies. It's so good. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my full thought. Rat Race is the mad TV of movies. It's so good. Last <laughs> quote, cool listeners, thank you for uh, coming along with us on this romp, by no, the way. The, ep- no. the title of this episode is romp. romp. No. It's a It's a romp Romp with Mitra Juhari. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so um, stupid. <laughs> you guys, so Mitra... Romping around... <laughs> Mitra's the best, Bowen's the best, <laughs> oh. HPJ's the best, That's and the I'm best. the best. <laughs> best. Oh, we gotta close out with a song. We close out with a song. I I always we do. always close out with a song. <laughs> you got
1: all, all these six snacks six in front of you. When uh, if
0: you pick like the M and ms what you gonna do? You when <laughs> you pick the snack you like you better. Commit. To that snack, <laughs> you can only have one snack all night. Once you start eating a snack, you can't get all the snacks. Wait, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and no, no, I was just... actually hoping that would go over like 10 more <laughs> <laughs> Can we, because Meters here, because she did this with Patty and Kat. Um, can we sing? <laughs> Michelle, can we sing "Goodbye to You" by Michelle Branch? Yes. <laughs> okay. Just the chorus. Yeah.
1: Goodbye <laughs> to you.
0: Goodbye to everything That I knew You're the one I love The one thing that I tried To hold on to Goodbye to you Goodbye to everything That I knew You're the one I love The one thing I tried, I tried to hold on to, hashtag the one thing <laughs> that I tried to hold on to, hashtag by Chelsea. <laughs> Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com com.